This podcast episode was recorded live by Oncology Data Advisor and Convey Med at the 2022 ASH Annual Meeting in New Orleans. Welcome to Oncology Data Advisor. Today I'm at the ASH Annual Meeting with Dr. Nupur Raji. Thanks so much for being here. Thank you for having me. Great. So would you like to introduce yourself and tell us about what you do? Sure. So my name is Nupur Raji. I work in Boston. I'm a professor at HMS, Harvard Med School, and I direct the Multiple Myeloma Program at Mass General in Boston. Um, so I know you, you uh, have an abstract here about elranatumab for relapsed refractory multiple myeloma. Would you like to tell us about this study? Sure. So what I did was presented the Magnetism 1 study. This was the first in human trial of elranatumab in relapsed refractory multiple myeloma patients. Uh, what we presented yesterday was data on 55 patients when they reached their uh, MTD and their phase 2 dose. And what was seen out here in these 55 patients, these were heavily pretreated patients as is seen in, with all the bispecifics, a median line of five lines of therapy. Uh, I think what was interesting about the magnetism 1 study was it was the only BCMA bispecific where we allowed prior BCMA treatment in the first in human trial. And we had about 23% of our patients have had a prior BCMA. Um, what was notable in this study was the fact that we had a pretty high response rate. Uh, the response rate was about 63% in this heavily pretreated patient population. And we had a complete response and a stringent complete response rate of about 38%. If you look at patients who had a prior BCMA treatment, and the majority of our patients had had either an ADC, so Belantamam Mafodotin, or a CAR T-cell, and some of them had had both. The one thing which we did not allow in the study was a prior bispecific, obviously. Uh, what was notable there was certainly we saw response rates that in them, albeit a little bit lower. It was about 54% in this prior BCMA-treated uh, patient population, which is really relevant now, given that we have so many different drug products which are bcma targeting at this point in time. Uh, with this high response rate, it translated nicely into a good duration of response. In the responders, we saw that patients responded for up to about 17 months, and the median progression-free survival of this patient population was about 11 and a half months. So, and again, toxicity-wise, well-tolerated, expected toxicity of CRS, which was mostly grade one and two and easy to manage. That's great. Um, so what about, is there any other exciting myeloma research that you've seen presented here that you'd like to talk about? You know, I think this meeting is all about bispecifics this year. So bispecifics are getting a lot of attention and rightfully so. Um, so there were more, uh, there was one more um, abstract which was presented with another BCMA bispecific. This was Elnuctamab. The data is still early, but the data looks very similar. And to me, what was exciting was other targets were also presented. So we saw data with a bispecific against GPCR5D, talquidumab data, and that data looked really uh, high response rates, good durability of response, approximately nine months or so. Uh, notably, they did see some toxicities of dysgeusia and nail and skin changes. So I think we'll have to just watch for that a little bit. 
Another uh, target in the bispecific world is um, FCRH5. So sevostimab is out there. Data with that is being presented as well. And given that we have you know, our first-in-class bispecific already approved in the context of myeloma. To me, what was interesting is there's a study out here looking at using prophylactic tocilizumab to reduce the incidence of CRS. And by doing so, you know, as of right now, what we're doing with all bispecifics is hospitalizing patients for about a week. And if we start using these prophylactic strategies, it's potentially possible that we're not going to need to use this. So to, it's going to be a big step forward in terms of how we take care of our patients. So with all this data being presented, what are you most looking forward to in the next year or so in myeloma treatment? You know, there was data at this year's meeting also on CAR T-cells and the CAR T-cells being brought in earlier. Uh, so you have the KARMA-2 data being presented. Um, uh, we've seen data with Cartitude 2 as well. And the hope is that the KARMA-3 and Cartitude 4 data will come up. So I'm looking forward to seeing CARs uh, being moved earlier on in the course of treatment for myeloma. And I'm honestly interested in looking at some of these bispecifics and antibody treatments. We saw an abstract where teclistamab was combined with deratumumab and lenalidomide in the relapse refractory setting, but the intent there is to bring it up front. So having that trial to try and beat what we know Maya to be is, which is the gold standard, Revdex deratumumab, with this combination to me is a step in the right direction. So really exciting to see how these immunotherapeutic strategies are moving so much earlier in the course of treatment. Definitely. It's very exciting. Well, thank you so much for sharing all this. It was great talking with you. Awesome. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for listening to this podcast recorded live at the 2022 ASH annual meeting by Oncology Data Advisor and Convey Med. For more expert perspectives on the latest in cancer research and treatment, be sure to subscribe to the podcast at conveymed.io and oncdata.com. Don't forget to follow us on social media for news, exclusive interviews, and more.